Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. <laughs> and, I, and I just, it was such a it's such a rough week for me in general. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get home and watch it. I love you. Okay. So when you describe <laughs> your week, would you have been like, ruff, ruff. <laughs> It was indeed bark. And uh, <laughs> and welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Major Bascom. And I am Mikey Aaronworth. Oh, are you, question, marks? question marks? Question marks? Question marks? <laughs> Interesting. I love it. Because I could be. You could be. The, the titular game of the week. Yes. The thing. Oh my God. The, the thing. The, I could be the, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are playing the thing as our uh, last uh, sad oh. installment. It, it's so sad when you guys see it go. What, 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 what's the theme of the week? Well it's, uh, well, it's not the theme of the week. It's the theme of the month. And I'm, I'm so sad to see it go. Goodbye, Feb. Boo. God damn it, Andrew. You didn't even warn me this time. I'm so sorry. I thought you remembered. February is the scariest. Oh, I just got shivers when I said it. Yeah, That's how scared like I am it. of it. No, yeah. I don't. I don't like it at all. Mm. I'm glad to be getting out of it. Uh, and and obviously to uh, pay homage to this fantastic month that we have. Right. We're doing uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. The game. The game. I yeah. love when you get a coal in that. We did that with the with Scott Pilgrim the other day too. Yeah. Scott yeah. Pilgrim versus the world, the movie, the game. The game. Yeah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff. So yeah, we're doing the thing, something that we care very much about, and uh, and a game that have you played this game before? I played the I played a shit ton of this game back oh, when I did. Came out. I did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I have not played it. You haven't? No. And that's kind of shocking because I I really like the movie. I was surprised to hear it because you and I talk about how much we love the movie a lot. Yes. Uh, and now for those of you who are new, uh, first of all, welcome. Hey, to the podcast. What's going uh, on? Typically, what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we. Were kids, something mm-hmm. that had a profound effect on us. Yeah, d- that indelible that we, mark. We <laughs> an indelible mark. You're we still welcome. talk to our therapist about mm-hmm. this all day, uh, and we rate and review. <laughs> Can you the therapist just finishing his notebook and going like, just start a podcast? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> It's just easier. And I'm like, okay. I once had a therapist tell me uh, <laughs> that he couldn't help me and there's nothing more he could do for me. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, this is that, that is the truth. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine that? Just like, well, uh, I'm quitting my job. He, I'm going to become a fisherman. <laughs> he literally said, he's like, you can keep coming if you want, but I don't think there's anything I can do to help you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that was uh, the day I decided uh, that I might want to walk in traffic at some point <laughs> in my life. Um, so typically what we like to do on this podcast is talk about our woes and sorrows. Uh, we take a look back at the games that we used to love when we were kids. Uh, we rate and review them as we remember them. Yeah. And then we take a break, play them, play you a little bit of that audio. And then we come back and rate and review them as they stand up in the modern game against the likes of modern games. Uh, but before we do that, typically you are, you look very, well, sorry, just modern day as yeah. we do with modern games. I think he's just said modern games twice in a row. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. The don't well, mind me. Listen, life is just a game. <laughs> I think you're too startled from February. Still. <laughs> I am shaking. I'm you shivering. are. You're, can you hear the sound of my teeth? Oh yeah, I can. Oh my God. Now I can. Yeah. Uh, February, man. Yeah. What a great February we've had. It's been great. Uh, uh, we missed it last year. And thanks to the D-pads, they reminded <laughs> us of that. Uh, hey, just, you assholes better not miss February again. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We Appreciate it. We literally were about to fans. hit record on our new episode. And they're like, hey, hopefully you guys don't forget about February again. And we were like, as though like the your mom being like, hey, did you finish that assignment your teacher yeah. gave you? And you're like, yes. Your father's birthday is coming up. Yeah, don't forget yeah, to get yeah, a card. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay, thanks, mom. Yeah. Uh, 
I think, yeah. And you know what's too bad? Because we really wanted to do Mario Kart, but I guess that'll have to wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I get yelled at all the time want, online. The, the D-pads don't want Mario Kart as much as, you know, the, the kart game we get requested all the time? Oh, is it Crash Bandicoot? It's Crash Team Racing. Crash Team Racing. So many people want to hear that. I Eventually, we'll do it. We have to. <laughs> We're under threat of the D-pads. <laughs> <laughs> they know where we live. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, obviously, before we talk about the game, we like to dick around a little bit. Mm. Last Last week, we talked about how we were both referees yeah. and how we ruined people's days <laughs> by mistake. What other things are we going to find out about our lives that are very similar? Well, um, one thing that that uh, you may already know about me, if you mm. if you follow me on Twitter, at RetrogradeMikey, and you're at RetrogradeAndy, um, is that I uh, was very taken by the Nintendo Direct. And oh, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on what happened. Did you manage to watch the Nintendo Direct? I well, I, I read all the I read all the recaps. Yeah, recap. recap. We are we're now uh, a, almost a week away from mm-hmm. from the uh, from the Nintendo Direct. So everything that we're talking about, you probably already know. But do you have anything that stands out? We don't need to spend too much time on it. Any anything that stands out? Oh, Mikey, let me tell you what's the one that stands I know out. It stands baby. out to you. Yeah, I'll tell you how much Mario Golf stood out to me. <laughs> I went out and purchased. Uh, PGA Tour 2K21 because of this. Really? I, I, it was on special in, in Canada. It was like $30 from down from 79. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, just even because if it's the worst goddamn game in the world, I will find enjoyment golfing at 100%. some of the major golf tournaments and just, you know, trying my best and stuff like that. I realized I needed a game like that that is relaxing at the end of the night and, the night, and you can finish 18 in like 25 minutes. Oh, so... I am loving that. And it really was started because of their announcement of a new Mario Golf. Oh, you mean when they uh, explicitly told you as a fan how to play golf? Like they, they, laid, so they laid out instructions. They were like, step onto the course, line up your shot, <laughs> choose your club, and swing away with Mario. I'm like, we know how to play golf. Like, that's not the question. And then I realized the demographic watching the Nintendo Direct may not actually know those rules. I don't know. Enter the golf course to your GPS. Get in car. Drive car. <laughs> Stop at red lights. Watch for pedestrians. Honk at duck. I'm like, well, okay. Check Instagram or Twitter for the person that you had a crush on in high school. <laughs> yeah, check for cops. At red light. Check phone. Look up again. Check for cops. <laughs> Get honked at by a person behind you. Um, I'm I'm pumped about this uh, the speed mode, speed golf that they have. Yeah. Uh, speaking of finishing a round of 18 in 20 minutes. Like yeah, it, that was something they used to have in old golf games, and I'm kind of glad that they're bringing that back. It's I honestly think they should lean into it almost more and uh, do like yeah. like basically Mario Kart meets Nintendo or, or Mario Golf. Wow, that's kind of a fun idea. I like the idea of like a co-op one where your partner runs ahead and you're waiting for the shot and you can kind of look up and like, so like it's almost an accuracy challenge of like you run up and you're trying to hit oh, it towards your partner. Oh God, that's your par- cool as yeah, fuck. Yeah. yeah, we're just, we're Nintendo Direct, hit us up. Yo, are you Shigeru Miyamoto? <laughs> Shh. Oh, shh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so anything else from Nintendo Direct that you were looking forward to? Yeah. Um, fuck Zelda. Just in oh, general. Right. Fuck Nintendo for, for making me just so reluctantly lick their boots because I know I will anyway. Yeah, like, I'll be first in line to lick boots. their boots, but I will not. Yeah, I will not be happy about it. Um, of all of the, Nintendo, the Zelda games for them to announce, mm-hmm. first of all, they didn't touch on Zelda 35. And uh, everyone was upset about that, myself included. It's funny when these Nintendo Directs come up, and this is the first one in like 500 days or something, so it hasn't hasn't happened in that summer. long. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, 500 days of summer. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Zoe Deschanel was there. Um, the, uh, the, the, the issue is we always tell ourselves, we're like, don't 
hype yourself up. You're going to be disappointed. Right. And we're always disappointed. And But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be reasonable. I don't want to see any about the new Breath of the Wild 2. Mm, I just want to see a good two. remake. I was like, they have to remake Majora's Mask. Yeah. That's like the most shunned of their Zelda games. And instead they go Skyward <laughs> Little fucking did you think. sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Come on, guys. <laughs> what are you doing? I, you know, but, the, but then you, so you say all that. It is one thing to say it, right? Yeah. And it's one thing to do differently. And you were like, let's not get too excited. But before the day before, you're like, hey, it's coming out tomorrow. What is everyone really excited about? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. You're like you amped yourself up and other people around you and then went, oh my God. It's hard not to because yeah. you just like, it's it's like being in a, in a, a, a difficult relationship, like an abusive relationship <laughs> with Nintendo. You just keep coming back. You're like, this time's going to be different. Yeah. Why wouldn't I be excited? It's Nintendo. I love Nintendo. Well, okay, so to separate, okay, I, I do want to say this. Nintendo is kind of an interesting company, though, because they are not the hype beast company that is like, you know, PlayStation sure. or Microsoft or the individual developers that are inside of that. Is that like, they're like, I'm not going to give you what you want. We're going to give you what we're making and you're going to like it. I and know. guess what? It comes out and people are like, yeah, thank you. I liked it. It was really good. Thank you. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay. I will be first in line to lick their boots. <laughs> And I will be so <laughs> mad about it, but I'll do it. Yeah, I, 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 well, that's the thing. It's like, it's not going to release the one that's going to win the press day. Yeah. But it'll eventually just sell the most copies. You know, like, it's, well, because it's going to sell the same amount of copies regardless, I think. And then, you, and then that means five years down the line, they do Majora's Mask and mm. they, they sell that much more. Like, whatever. I guess it's okay. Right. But I'm just, I'm pissed about you, it. You're disappointed. I can tell. I, I am. Hear in your voice. I am. But I'm not disappointed in, uh, I think maybe the topic that we've most consistently been excited to talk about on this podcast for the past few weeks is WandaVision. WandaVision. Are you caught up? I am caught up. So hopefully the D-pads are caught up as well. Otherwise, uh, minor spoilers ahead. Yeah. Uh, this, this episode was a little bit slow for me in the beginning, mm. but obviously a pretty big reveal by the end of it with Agnes the Witch. Yeah. Um, Agatha. What uh, Agatha Harkness. Oh, you haven't seen the next episode? Oh my God. There's, yeah, a- <laughs> there's an Agnes too. There's an Agnes in there somewhere. The big twist is she goes back to Agnes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what? It, it, it's an itch- Yeah. Cause with the, the latest episode was called breaking the fourth wall, which yeah. is kind of, you know, of course, very topical. This episode is obviously modern family and the office and the office theme song. But the uh, opening theme credits as someone I know that you like the show as well was happy endings. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. when it started doing it, I'm like, oh, happy are there, endings. Are there mutual writers? Because that was... Must have been. Like, happy endings was not a super popular show, but no. very much beloved by the people who watched it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's And if you haven't watched happy endings, go watch happy endings. It's a great show. It's so great funny. The, um, only, the only reason I wouldn't recommend watching it is because you don't get enough and you'll never get any more because <laughs> no. they canceled it after two seasons. It's kind of... Oh, yeah. It's so disappointing. But yeah, this episode, yeah, we find out that... Uh, one is not indeed the big bad of the villain and she's not really controlling the whole world and and that kind of comes to light because she's realizing things are changing around her and she's not changing them. Right. And uh, and then also the the nice one when, when uh, uh, Billy and Tommy go over to Agnes's house and he's like, you're quiet. I like it because she's not under a mind spell. Yes. Somebody's yeah. not inside going like, "What the fuck am yeah. I doing?" Yeah, um, which I liked, and uh, and yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested. I still think there's a chance we see Mephisto uh, because like the weird like satanic devils or witch yeah. stuff underneath the house. But yeah, and we also see uh, Monica Rambeau turn into Photon, which, which is great, which yeah. is really cool. See, I, I'm not as familiar with the the source material, so I didn't know that was who she becomes. Right. Um, I, it was obviously when she had the, uh, the the eyes change, I was like, she's got some powers. And I'm not going to talk, I'm like, I'm not going to go into the science of like why this time she was able to just survive it and whatever. Yeah. But I, I, all I know is I'm just 
Thank you, Disney Plus, for putting this show out there. I'm so into it. Like, I love this show so much. Yeah, and they, and they did it. It was a nice little two-hander, too, because you had the, the main plot of happening with, you know, Wanda and the kids and Agnes. And then you had the B plot with Darcy and Vision yeah. doing their own thing, which was humorous in its own way. And I really actually kind of found it funny. <laughs> so... Did they make Marvel movies in the Marvel universe? Because why does Darcy know so much about what exactly happened in in Endgame? Where she's like, so Wanda killed you, then they brought you back, and then oh. Wanda killed you again. And I'm kind of like, how the hell does she know that? The like, specific <laughs> order yeah. of events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Thanos looked at you and specifically said, <laughs> yeah. and rolled his eyes, and then he lifted his left hand where the gauntlet was. And you're like, wow, you really know a lot about the this. The order of the stones were, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they had this weird, like, California drawl, like a Josh Brolin type. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like the world where Thanos and Josh Brolin both exist. Like Josh Brolin's watching the war go on and like, that's a handsome dude. I like that guy. I like or, him. Like they, they, you know, the, the blip is back and everything's fine. Josh Brolin walks into a coffee shop. He's like, uh, can I get an Americano? And she like looks up. It's like, oh my God. Like, and, oh my God, we got to kill this guy. And then he's like, and make it snappy. <laughs> oh no, Josh, no. This coffee is inevitable. <laughs> Um, I think also, which was inevitable, is after last week's podcast, uh, I was going to play more Little Nightmares too. Oh, uh, we talked about Little Nightmares because you and I both really enjoyed it on on last week's episode. Yeah, right? did you end up getting it uh, to play it a little bit more, or, or have you not? Had I time? unfortunately have not because golf dominated my life. Golf uh, <laughs> as as a middle aged man, golf. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like I was like time for good to get into golf. Yeah, golf. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I've been dominated by that, but I'm very curious about your thoughts about Little Nightmares. Yeah, uh, okay, so here's the thing. It, I've thought a lot about the structure of video games in general uh, because of Little Nightmares 2. Mm. I think the design of Little Nightmares 2, and oh, by the way, uh, if, you're, if you're listening for the first time, guys, we are going to be doing our giveaway for Little Nightmares 2 as well uh, coming up in a little bit. Uh, we'll probably do that after the gameplay portion. Say, yeah. so, so stick around, but if you entered the Twitter giveaway at, uh, at Retrograde Pod... Yep. and you retweeted the tweet that we had and followed our accounts, we're going to be randomizing that list and giving away a free copy on a console of your choice or a platform of your choice of Little Nightmares 2. Mm -hmm. We'll be doing a couple of these giveaways as we move forward, so pay attention to those accounts and, and make sure to give us a follow. So stay tuned after the gameplay. We'll announce the winner of that, and then just reach out to us to claim it. But uh, to It wasn't enough for you to retweet. It wasn't enough for you to download. Now you have to listen to the goddamn episode. I know. We got you, babies. We have got you. to, Andrew. Yeah. They get to. Oh, yeah. It's a privilege. You're, You're lucky. lucky we're yeah. letting you listen to this podcast. <laughs> we send out listen codes because only we only let so many people listen yeah, to this exactly, episode. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, um, no, so so uh, to kind of tease uh, you if you're if you're if you're hoping on uh, hope, hoping to win that game. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of the most brilliantly designed games atmospherically and aesthetically um, that I've played in a very long time. Interesting. The, the problem that I'm having is that the portion that you and I played through, which was essentially the first portion where you're going through the hunting grounds mm -hmm. with the cabin and, and Sackhead, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah. Um, and we played up until the end of that encounter. The encounter that follows takes place in like a schoolhouse, which oh. is equally as creepy, yeah. but is much more reliant on platforming and even combat mechanics yeah. in a game where combat, I don't think, needs to exist. Okay. So what you what I found is happening is I'm dying every five minutes, Whoa. Like maybe more, like two to five minutes, okay. and it really ruins the flow of the game. When we felt like we could just kind of walk around the forest and, and the cabin, and as long as we were being careful and watching our environment, we'd make it through without dying. In this, it's like you have to expect to die 
fairly often. I can't imagine anyone is making it through this game without dying a ton their first time through. That's very odd. Is this is this what uh, inspired your tweet about do video games need death? That's that's exactly it. Exactly it. Really, I I tweeted something and I basically uh, I I posited that games don't. Not all games need death and failure. They're Mm. not necessary elements to video games. A lot of video games do need them, and I think they make a lot of video games better. But there are some games that I think would be made better by either not having a fail state or death, or... Uh, having a lot less of it than the game may currently have. And a lot of people were like, well, what would you rather have? And I I think the easier thing to do is point to a game that just omitted death and failure and say, why not design it around something that tries to be like that? Like, for example, Firewatch. You don't die in Firewatch. You don't fail in Firewatch. But you get the... and, And because of that, you're never worried about like... Uh, uh, missing uh, missing something in the environment because you're trying to pay attention to just getting through everything. Like, yeah. I find I want to explore the environments in Little Nightmares 2 like we did so much in the first bit, mm-hmm. um, but I'm stopped constantly by the fact that I'm worried about something swinging or hitting a trap or, or getting caught or this and that. It just feels a little bit like I'm not able to play at the pace that I want to because mm. the game's kind of trying to rush you through and, and and at the same time holding you back from, right. from exploring it at, at the at the speed that you want to. But all in all, I'd say I recommend it. I th- are you still planning on getting it? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think that's just going to be a good player one in myself game. Yes, uh, I think that's you know the level of creativity and imagination that goes into the game is something that I you know I feel pretty is pretty rare. Yeah, and uh, and I'd be very interested in you know going back and playing and seeing the full scope of it because it seems also like every level changes quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is part of the appeal, I think, to us. It does. It's all like different set pieces. Like like we were we were talking about when we were playing the game, it feels almost like each kind of segment is a new fairy tale, like a Brothers right. Grimm fairy tale. Yeah. And it, and it just, it still just gets you to your core. It creeps you the fuck out. <laughs> and, I, and I like that quite a bit. Kind of like this show I've been watching on Netflix called... Uh, uh, murder at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this yes, one. Yes, I have. About a <laughs> person who goes missing at the Cecil Hotel in, in LA. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. So keep this in mind. If you're watching the show, maybe skip ahead a little bit. But if you if you haven't seen past the first episode, basically. Okay, because you and I talked about it uh, last week, I think, yep. after after we stopped recording. And you're like, oh yeah, it's a, it's about this murder. And I'm like, oh, that murder. I know that murder. Oh, or, or death or whatever. Yeah. Mysterious circumstances. They I'm haven't like, caught the person. No, they haven't. No, I so like he's got a way scot free <laughs> and he loves Overwatch. Wait, what? What? Huh? I love I l- love the Cecil Hotel show is what I meant to say there. Did you? Hmm? Did you sorry, what? did you kill somebody? Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, no, 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 Andrew. No, Andrew. Remember when I talked about? Can we turn the mics down for a bit? Yeah, turn on. Do you remember when I talked about not? Um, asking me questions without running them by me first. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have the... Uh, it's not that I have deep, dark secrets that could get me in trouble, Sorry, but I just yeah. really like to think about my answers. Right. So you, could you... Rem- like, you want to be as concise. That's more or less it. So can you ask me the question again? And sure. then we'll just edit around it. <clears throat> okay, here we go. And three, two, one. So, Mikey, did you kill somebody? Yeah, and the Cecil Hotel. Oh, oh, damn Andrew, it. No, you didn't. Okay, okay, I thought you were going to say 3, I'm two, on your one, team, go. man. I know. I did we say did three, it two, one, go. No, oh. Wait, we did it uh, what? Uh, <laughs> no, don't you do this to me. Oh, you're so well prepared. <laughs> I'm so envious of you. I, I am going to sign an affidavit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll over with the left. Yeah, he did it. He did everything. <laughs> 
Yeah, he did it. I was in Toronto. Yeah, he did it, the whole thing. And then um, the cop's like, ah, oh, you're aware of the prisoner's dilemma. You're like, what? No, I just fucking hate this dude. I don't know. Yeah. Philosophy? No, no, thanks. Listen to our podcast. Uh, <laughs> give away a little nightmares too. Um, yeah, it, it was funny because when I got home, uh, my player one was watching it and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, Cecil Adele. Mike, he was just talking about this. It's about the, the murder that the woman in the water vein. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and she looked up and I'm like, is this a spoiler? I didn't know that she's like, and then two minutes later, yeah. I'm like, she's watching. It's like, and then she was found in the water. Th- and I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. She goes, I know this thing. And I'm like, everyone knows. This everyone thing. knows. It's great. Yeah. It's crazy though. Cause they interview a couple that was staying at the hotel. Uh, yes. The British the couple. Yeah. And they talk about how there was no water pressure and how they were drinking the water. That <laughs> hurt me to my core. So they found the dead body in the water tank, yeah. which was feeding water to everyone. Yeah. And the reason the water pressure was low was because her clothes had clogged the, the drain basically. But the, the fact that these tourists were Ugh. drinking Ugh. the water, it just, I Ugh. i felt so perturbed by that when I heard it. There's no coming back from that. There's no coming back from yeah, that. I think that's it for me and water. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bottled or bust. Like, that's it. <laughs> uh, not even. I'm drinking soda and uh, like the worst products possible. Um, yeah, I know. It's it's an interesting show and perfect for Feb Boo, Ari. Oh, God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. You know what? I've had enough time. Ask me the question one more time. <clears throat> Mikey, are you ready to talk about Feb Boo area? <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's not what I expected. Oh, sorry. Did you kill somebody? Yeah. Fuck, ah. no. You threw me off with the boo again. Okay, wait, so wait. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, yeah. one. I'm asking you a question now. I understand, and I am willing to answer your question. So you may ask it now. Mikey, comma, did you kill someone? Question mark. Not recent. Not the one you're talking about. <laughs> What's that one? Is that... You know what? Honestly, it might somehow be worse than your previous <laughs> answers. <laughs> it's honestly truly <laughs> remarkable how bad you are at this. Um, <sighs> but I'm pretty good at killing people. Or like I would be, I would be. Hypothetically, if I, uh, in Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, fragging out. I'm fragging <laughs> girls at the Cecil Hotel, left, right, and center. You cops talk to you and you're like, I'm a straight DPS, guys. Uh, but when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm in the comms on Overwatch, I'm like, I'm going to stick you straight in that water cooler, baby. <laughs> Like I did to that girl in Cecil Hotel. <laughs> I'm going to make you drink her blood. What? Oh my God, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> Meanwhile, Elisa Lamb's parents are listening to this podcast. Like, I knew we shouldn't have given them a chance. <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have given them a chance. Um, oh my God. I'm so sorry. This I've, one Speaking of Overwatch and uh, uh, the overlords in charge of that game. Je- uh, hey, they, I'm Jeff Kaplan. Hey, I'm Jeff Kaplan from the um, Overwatch team. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Jeff, swallow before you speak. Honestly, just have a bottle of water near you. We don't do these videos in one shot. We'll do little edits. That's totally fine. Hey, uh, hey everyone. I'm Jeff Kaplan from the Overwatch team. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, Jeff Kaplan is the lead on he's, Overwatch. Yeah, he's like the design lead. Yeah, and he does these videos because he's a bastion of personality. Uh, <laughs> and he does these videos where he, he explains changes or edits to the game or how they're, how they're updating things. And, and I don't know how that beautiful man became the face of the company, but uh, you got to imagine what the rest of the team looks like. Uh, and... <laughs> And he, he, he was lucky enough to give us a little heads up on what's happening with Overwatch 2 at BlizzCon yeah. 2021, yeah. which was digital, of course. Did and you did you catch it? I did. Uh, I don't know if anything is too, you know. Obs- oh, Mr. Swallows. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Swallows. I own a lot of birds. And uh, is uh, I, I don't think there's a whole lot from this 
that I took from it and went, oh, yeah. Like, right. I think it's most of the stuff that we had assumed. We knew that the game was expanding as a whole. Like, it's not just going to be the the consistent two teams yep. going after a point, going after a, or a, or a, what do they call it, an escort mission. Yep, yep. Um, there's going to be some campaigns. There's going to be some PV, PvP stuff. PvP, PvE. Uh, there's way new maps. There's some new characters. Toronto's one of them. Toronto's one of them. New York's one of them. Rome's one of them. Uh, and they showed some of the maps for Rome and New York. Right. And that was kind of interesting. But other than that, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I already, in my mind, have bought this game. I know. <laughs> so I know. I know. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's you don't have to sell me on it anymore. Like, I think I think people know if they're going to get it or not. Just it's fucking release it. It's an absolute opposite of uh, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seriously. It's it's exactly what people expect. We're already buying the games. Hey, um, guys, hey guys, I'm Jeff Kaplan. I hope you <laughs> I hope you guys I hope you guys buy this game. Like, hey, Jeff, you can take it. You can take a chill, man. It's okay. I just I'm really okay. Okay, thanks, man. The other stories of Jeff Kaplan from like early in his gaming career, him being like the biggest troll on the EverQuest message boards. Like <laughs> really? going after the mods like you fucking assholes you gotta fix your thing like seriously and then, all the shit that like his he must have died and been punished by now being in charge of those message boards and having the same nerds going after him for not getting the meta right like this is like a movie in like the 70s where the guy's an asshole and then the boss is like you know what I like his moxie let's hire him yeah yeah like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like really yeah exactly. or you're right it's like a, a curse yeah, exactly where, yeah, monkey's this... paw or something or, yes. I don't know how the monkey's paws work <laughs> but I uh, the, the thing I think I'm most excited about which I thought I wasn't going to be excited about is the Diablo 2 remake. I oh, think interesting. I think it's just going to take us back to a time where like Diablo 3, a simpler time, a better time. Oh boy. Make Diablo great again. <laughs> oh no. Um, is it, Storm like, Diablo. <laughs> oh no. They, they, uh, um, they changed Diablo in the formula with Diablo 3 and a lot of people liked it and a lot yeah. of people didn't. And I think the reason it didn't resonate as well with me is because I just wanted Diablo 2 again. Yeah. And when I saw the remake, I was like, guys, you have Diablo 4 to work on. You have Overwatch 2 to work on. Blizzard works notoriously slow. Mm. Like, fucking focus on that. And then I saw it and I'm like, yeah, 100%. I'm almost <laughs> more excited for that than I am Diablo 4, honestly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah as long oh, as they wow. don't change too much with it. But here's the weird thing about BlizzCon. Okay. I planned on watching it as yeah. I swallow in between things I'm going to say. Man, Jeff has it hard. <laughs> Honestly, I take everything back. Everything I'm so back. sorry, Jeff Kaplan. I agree with your views on EverQuest. I'm also going to say that. And I think it's just... Um, <laughs> that Mike's picking that up, right? You can hear me I deep, hope so. deeply I hope so. swallow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Um, uh, that's right for the show. Um, the, uh, the, the, I, I booted up my Blizzard app uh -huh. to watch BlizzCon because that was my plan on uh -oh. Friday night. And um, Blizzard app. my Blizzard app on my computer. <laughs> and course. then the play button for Overwatch is just like highlighted in blue. And I'm like, yeah, I can fit in a quick game before BlizzCon starts. <laughs> and I blinked and BlizzCon was over and I had dropped a couple uh, hundred SR and I, <laughs> I didn't. This is, my, Mikey, this is. <laughs> Just only highlighting your clear uh, affinity I'm going to go with. Honestly, uh, I always thought that I could be the kind of person that gets like addicted to heroin and could just kick it. I was oh, like, yeah. I don't need it. It's fine. Yes, I can. But if you put me in a room or when I'm like, I'm like, if I ever did have a huge alcohol addiction, yeah. I could go back to drinking a beer. But like, maybe I couldn't because with Overwatch, you put it in front of me and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play that for the next four hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? You can, the cold turkey part is actually easier than you thought, but it's the uh, in moderation it's, part. Moderation would be yeah. more difficult. And that's where I kind of understand. Just like Jeff Kaplan on EverQuest. He was in moderation. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny though. You look at someone like Jeff Kaplan and you're, you're just like, you are 
controlling Overwatch, right? Yeah, like you're, yeah. you're maintaining everything. And you'd never know that deep down inside, there was this troll, oh this thing inside oh, of him no. that was raring to come out and just storm <laughs> the the mods at EverQuest. Uh, and we're talking about, obviously, because of the thing inside Jeff Kaplan, yes. the thing inside <clears throat> our PlayStation 2 today. I'd be very disappointed in this game when we booted it up. I'm like, where's Jeff Kaplan? What's going on here? <laughs> what's this? What's this? Antarctica? What the hell is that all about? Uh, I'm so excited to be playing the thing. I am. Uh, John Carpenter's. Well. Uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, John Carpenter's 1982 classic movie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Kurt Russell. That's good. We're going to be playing on. Uh, you know, also just, I just want to say this. Uh, Life is short. Mm-hmm. There was a remake of Des Levin. I, I've seen that movie as well. Life is short. Or, Watch no, the original. The, the TV show Life is short. Oh, Life is With short. You Ricky saw Gervais. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? And Warwick Davis. Honestly, Honestly, pretty funny. Oh, there we go. The bit where Warwick Davis. <laughs> Did you have a laugh? You have a laugh. The bit where Warwick Davis, every time he gets out of his Range Rover, the door pulls him out of the car and he's hanging to the handle is legitimately hilarious. That does sound very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds very funny. But yes, uh, Life is Short, watch the original, don't watch a remake. Uh, of the thing, not the show, Life is Short. Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want with Life is Short. I don't <laughs> care. Give it or uh, take it or leave it. I don't care. But yes, uh, no, watch the original, uh, the thing. So we're going to be playing this game. Uh, I have, like we were saying earlier, you've played it. I, I have not. So you're saying you had like a lot of history with this game? I have game? a lot of history with this game. Whoa. I really, the idea of this game, even now, even now when, when we kind of talk about the mechanics of it and yeah. what's involved in it, you're going to be amazed and you're going to think, well, I'd fucking love a game like that nowadays. Yeah. And imagine then back in 2002 when this came out, um, how much more you would have been thinking about that being appealing because it's mm. brand fucking new. Yeah. Um, we actually watched the thing, the movie, and we're going to be talking about that on the Mushroom Club yes. later this week. So if you are if you subscribe over at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast and mm-hmm. become a member of the Mushroom Club, it's $5 US per month. We get a ton of bonus content out there all the time. It's a good little community out there. We're going to be doing a full review and breakdown of the movie mm-hmm. that we watched, uh, like we did with GoldenEye, like we did with The Matrix, Assassin's Creed, and the other movie that we did at the GoldenEye, time. Matrix. GoldenEye, Matrix. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Somebody's yelling at the Matrix. Uh, their Assassin's Creed. Golden. We said Goldeneye. <laughs> did we do Goldeneye though? Yeah, we did Goldeneye. Did we do Enter the Matrix? We did. En- yeah, we did Enter the Matrix. We did Assassin's, Assassin's Creed? Creed. Assassin's Creed. We did Assassin's Creed. I have no idea. I honestly have, I have no, idea. no idea. What the hell did we do? I feel like I this could look it up. Star Wars. Star Wars. Phantom Star Menace. Wars. Yeah. This is sixty days ago. You know what that <laughs> took me to figure out? Turning my head to the right. Because I have them listed right there, but I was like, I refuse. I'm gonna. We're gonna make the D pads <laughs> wait as we figure this out. Um, and if you like that kind of content, oh, go brilliant. meet us over at the, the the Mushroom Club. So we, as I was watching the movie, we yeah. don't, we're not going to talk about it right now because we really get in in deep with it uh, on that episode. Yes. But what it was reminding me of the whole time is Among Us. This is the this is Among Fuck Us. You that is I said is the thing the pre the precursor to, to Among, Among Us. Us. It's everybody's it's that exact being sus. Concept. Yeah. Everyone in, in the thing is so sus. I just kept going like, man, Childs is sus right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a team meeting, which they do in they the do. movie. They have team uh, meetings. I, okay. It's great. It's fantastic. And and Ugh. this game is just a love letter to that, and it executes surprisingly well. Uh, I remember mechanically it not being as. Um, as sound as as some of the other games. Not really sure. if it's time, because this is like 2002, early PlayStation 2 era. Like Games in general did not control that well. Camera right. was always an issue. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. But the, the minute-to-minute psychology of this game was right. fucking fascinating. Uh, basically, you play as, uh, as, as the protagonist whose name is... McNary? 
Uh, no, no, you, you don't play as Kurt Russell. Oh. You play as Blake. His name's just Blake. He's, so he's, a, he, he's a character created for the game. Right, and he used to play on the Duke lacrosse team. <laughs> his name is Blake Whitefield or something like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's Tubalaroon Muskie. <laughs> I Did you ever see the list? There's a list from a Japanese baseball game that wanted to invent, that couldn't use real uh, likenesses. And it was also from people that only speak Japanese. And so they invented what they thought American names yes, were. Yes, it's amazing. It's incredible. It blows every time I laugh hysterically. And it's also not unlike the actual Duke lacrosse roster. Like yes. it's surprisingly similar. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like, it's just like chug homers <laughs> and you're like oh wow chug, chug homers up. yeah i can see that um chug homers is the goalie on the duke lacrosse team yeah is it actually i don't know uh, honestly here's the thing it could be it could be it could be i also love that you're impressed with my sports knowledge that i know the starting goaltender <laughs> of the duke lacrosse team no he plays right wing idiot um <laughs> i don't even know if right wing is a a uh, a position in lacrosse it's like hockey so i assume so it's got to be. Yeah. You know you lacrosse, and this is more for the <laughs> listeners, because I'm sure you know this, Andrew. Lacrosse okay. is actually Canada's national sport, not yes. hockey. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It is weird. It's weird because we don't care about it. We don't. America cares way more about lacrosse than we do these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also weirdly, I don't know how lacrosse became a bougie sport where like rich people play lacrosse. Yeah. You know what I mean? More in the States, I'd say, but like- East like Coast States. Ivy yeah. League schools yeah. have lacrosse teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like t I just, that blows my mind. It's, it is it's a, bizarre. It's a like very violent game. Yeah. So I just, that's the part I'm kind of shocked by, but yeah, yeah. there you go. There's yeah. our thoughts on lacrosse. That's well, the cross you, you knew you knew we were getting to it at some point <laughs> yeah, on this podcast. Exactly. It was going to be. We talked about our our days as a referee last episode. We're talking about the differences between Canadian and U.S. lacrosse teams on this episode. Yeah, and go over to the Mushroom Club because when they like, I was watching the movie and I'm like, a third lacrosse team. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Did they have to play lacrosse? Like, I know it's an important conversation. I get it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get really deep into lacrosse. We're going to break down the entire roster, yeah, uh, exactly. name, name by name, goalie, right wing, all the positions. Man, Windows is really good at goalie. <laughs> Windows. What a fucking name. I have so many thoughts on Windows as a, as a, as a human being. I do too. As a real life human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm just judging him as a human being. Yeah. He's super sus. Okay. Um, so so this game, basically you play as Blake. You have a team of people at an outpost in Antarctica. And uh, at any given time, you can kind of group up with three other NPCs. So you can't just have everyone like it's fucking Pikmin and just go together as a unit. Because that makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. Yeah. I know. The, the game forces you to let other people go, have these interactions. At some scripted point in the game, characters who are supposed to turn, turn okay. when they reach that point. But at any point throughout the game, okay. if you're in an interaction or or a probability hits a certain mark, uh, those characters could turn into things, could become infected. Oh, wow. So you never really know. You have, uh, and each character has this kind of like, they have two meters. They have a, a meter in terms of how they interact with you, which is like a trust meter, and a fear meter. The fear meter is going to make them act uh, more illogical, like Blair in the movie. Yeah, like Blair um, loses or, his mind. Loses his mind. Or the trust one will be will dictate how much a character is willing to listen to you okay. or distrust you. So it's kind of like a, a green, red, yellow, green, yellow, red sort of thing. Uh, a stoplight situation. Star, a, a true stoplight situation. Yeah, okay. Or go light. Why does everyone call it a stoplight? <laughs> yeah. Because that's a very half, half glass of what full. it does. <laughs> yeah, it's a go light. In my mind, I only see go lights. Yeah, exactly. That's a, a, a throw pillow that I can get for you in your bathroom. <laughs> in my mind, I only see go lights. So, okay, so wait a second. So, you know, we're talking about the thing and, and, and it feels like- you know, We are? <laughs> I thought we were still talking about lacrosse. My, my face splits into four parts. <laughs> um, is it, okay, so- we're, we talked about Among Us, how being it's a spiritual yes. s sequel to it. Is it the the two children that the thing had, 
was Among Us and L.A. Noir. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> you seem like the thing. Um, Actually. A game we definitely need to do on this podcast. We will. And you know how many people have asked to guest on that episode? There are a lot of like big defenders of that game, which go fuck yourselves. <laughs> it is not a good game. I I bet I'm going to be one of them. I, we're, I have played so many shitty games through this podcast, but and also in my life that, and yet that game still is at the top of mind for some reason. Yeah. And I can't really explain why. I know I'm, I'm fascinated to go back to okay. it, but Sorry. there is an element of that in this for game sure. where you have these conversations with people. Mm -hmm. You have ways to sort of prove uh, yourself. Like if you have a blood test, like they do in the movie, yeah. you can show that you're safe. Um, if a character distrusts you like in, in yellow, then they're, they're okay with you, but they're not going to let you order them around. Ah. If it's red, they'll start actively thinking that you're the thing. If it's red and they're acting more irrational because their trust or their their fear is up, okay. then they may actually attack you. If it's green, which means someone really trusts you, they'll fall. They'll do whatever you say, and they'll give you kisses. They'll give you so many kisses, oh. and and that's when this game turns into uh, a dating sim. Oh, and you you just kind of go in. Listen, it's Antarctica. You get lonely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah, need yeah. a little kiss on the cheek. Oh, me and Windows. But, <laughs> just cuddling. I want to, like, in a prison, when you go visit your lover in prison, you put your nipple against the windows. Of course. I want to do that to windows. <laughs> yeah, on both on both of his on glasses. Both of his glasses. <laughs> One, yeah. and then the other. The glasses, which he doesn't take off, <laughs> even though it's nighttime in the Arctic inside. Okay, windows. <laughs> okay, I have so much to Yeah, we'll talk about that for the Mushroom Club. But yes, uh... So, so if they're green, they'll they'll stick with you even if they, uh, even if you kill someone else. Like, they're like, I know wow. that you're real. I trust what you're doing. So, like, there are ways to, wow, to that engage. that really follows the movie, though. It really because there are people that go like, I get it. You, you killed someone in cold blood. Even when there are mistakes made, they're like, I still trust you. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like he, yeah. Oh my God. This mo fucking movie is so goddamn good. And, and the game, but, okay. but this is why, like, I actually knew about the game before the movie. Um, Whoa. And then I, I watched the movie afterwards and that kind of made the game that much better for me. I can imagine. I, but here's the thing. I was only, I was so excited about the game simply because of the description of how the game played. Okay. So I didn't even know a movie existed. Oh. I just, the idea of being stranded in this base, there's monsters. Uh, so like there is a combat element where like the little things are there to kill, oh. even though they're not taking over anything. So there's so, multiple things. Yeah, there's multiple yeah. and there's there's enemies, uh, like little enemies. They call them like, it, it's weird in every horror movie, they refer to the enemies as like the way they move. So you have scramblers, which move real quick uh, or yeah. walkers because they like shamble around. Sure. Like it's always just the way they move, which is weird. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that's true. That's it's a real outcast situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> the way they move? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, my God. Yeah. yeah, there's the way they moves. There's the bomb over Baghdad's. Yeah. There's the, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said, 2002, Black Label Games and Konami, this game was brought out by, oh. uh, developed uh, and endorsed, helped, helped to be endorsed by John Carpenter, Whoa. who was a an uncredited voice in the game. Oh, that's cool. Which is great, because you know John Carpenter, like, he'll put his name behind a lot of things. Boy, but, will he. But the fact that he's on board with one of his own properties turning into a video game, this is at a time in 2002 when... Not a lot of movie directors were giving credence to what video games can do, and I appreciate mm. the fact that he he saw value in what this game was doing. You know, also twenty years after the release of the actual movie, and like, let's also be real, like, you know, I'm, we'll talk about more of the Mushroom Club, but it's like this movie was a failure, like a straight was it really straight straight failure? That's fucking bonkers to me. Uh, it's an insane failure, and so and then, but only in later like home release that people are like, oh wait, this is a classic. Holy shit, this is a classic, and like it, it gained steam. Also released on the same weekend as another Stone Cold classic that also was seen as a failure, 
Blade Runner. No the way. The same weekend. No way. That's crazy to me. And that's but, funny too, because sometimes I get John Carpenter and Ridley Scott, and there's one other. I get John Carpenter and Wes Craven mixed up. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Yes. All the time. I, I, yeah. um, but that's, that's it, it's great to hear that that something, and there were a few games that we did on this podcast, like Dead Space, yes. where it, it comes out, doesn't do too well, either because it's being released alongside you know, more popular games mm-hmm. or it's just not being hyped up. And then over time gains the credence of being a great game just because it is. Those are my favorite stories because Absolutely. it's like, it shows that just good quality lends longevity to whatever IP you're bringing out there. I agree. Instead of just being a hype game where you're like, oh, this is so good, this is so good, this is so good. And then you never think about it ever again. Yeah. Those slow burns, one that like have, have need to actually prove they're good. Like, is a slow burn the opposite of a fast Smithers? <laughs> That joke was a slow burn, and I liked it. <laughs> it took me a second. You can see my eyes dart back and forth like, oh, wait. <laughs> was, and I was just sitting there, just drenched in sweat. Just, I hope this goes well, I said. He's he's just nodding and going like, yeah, get there, get there. Yeah, he got imagine, there. Imagine you beautiful say, minding it. You say nothing, and you just look over at me, and I've just got a vial of my own blood, and I put a steaming <laughs> copper wire into it, and it just explodes. It's like, oh, wait, Mikey's not right. He's never been right. <laughs> we should have done this test a long time ago, guys. <laughs> Um, um, so, so that's it. I mean, so similar to, uh, to what you're saying about the movie, this game came out and it was relatively well received critically okay. and, and a slow burn in terms of sales, but ultimately sold over a million copies, oh, wow. which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, this was, uh, uh, universal games, uh, which became Vivendi universal then Vivendi and has been bought and sold a million times, but they were going into the back catalog of universal movies mm-hmm. and getting the licenses to some of these forgotten games or forgotten movies or things that there, there was nothing being done about. And they realized that this would make an absolute perfect one. And, and I think that people responded because of the cult, uh, following of the thing. Yes. That's probably why it ended up selling a million. The reviews, it averaged 78 out of a hundred from, uh, like on Metacritic. Okay which is great to me. That's the kind of score where it's like, if you like the source material, yeah. you'll like this game. Right. You know, there's kind of a, 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 a seesaw of like, if you have to be so far in, otherwise you may you may not right. go. Uh, that makes but sense. if you do, a 78 to me can be a fantastic game if it's kind of made for me. Like like a Pokemon Snap, I think if oh, you yeah. don't know Pokemon is like a, a 70, but if you do, is like a 99. <laughs> Man, that is a great example. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 like you're like, if you don't know Pokemon, you're like, what is this game? Yeah, exactly. What is happening? You exactly. Know? And I imagine the thing, well, you know, do you think that though? Do you think the, the story of the thing and like, the idea behind the movie is so impenetrable, someone wouldn't be able to figure it out. If they never saw. You wouldn't see the movie. No, when you you're, it. you're absolutely right about that. Um, it's a good. That's a good point. I I don't know. Um, I mean, clearly for me, it was different. Um, yeah. but maybe you don't like maybe horror games or something yeah. like that. Maybe you you have to like a certain level of pace into your game. This isn't a run and gun shooter, and right. maybe that's what people wanted. But it's like if you know what you're getting into, and you know it's more of a methodical pace, more of a strategy and psychology psychologic game. Mm. Maybe you'll you'll be into it at a seventy eight. Um, Gamespot gave it an eight point four. IGN an eight point three. GameSpy RIP yeah. uh, four out of five. There's no Game Informer. No Informer. No Game Informer giving it a review. So that's that's kind of unfortunate. But um, um, all in all, some pretty solid reviews, Andrew. Because you don't have experience having played this game, right. I think what we'll do is we'll take a break and play it. Uh, then when we come back from the gameplay, we'll uh, give our thoughts and opinions. Uh, we'll review it 
based on what we, uh, what you think you would have thought of yes. it if you had played it back in 2002 out of four bits. I'll review it out of four bits based on my actual experience at the time, subjectively dating back to 2002, and then we'll both review it as we think it holds up out of four bits in the modern day. Yeah, that sound sounds good? good. And we will also reveal the winner of the Little Nightmares 2 giveaway. We will. I'm so excited. It's the first time we've tried this. We had yeah. a great uh, number of people uh, taking part, so thank you to everyone who did that. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll, we'll explain sort of the rules and how we're randomizing it, just so you know there's no funny business. Uh, yeah. So, so stay tuned and then come back after the break. Uh, two things before we get to our break. Yeah. First of all, we got to thank our uh, partners on this podcast, ANC Games, located yeah. in Toronto at 452 Spadina Avenue, who uh, are so kind to yeah. lend us the games that we play on these podcasts so that we don't have to resort to emulators uh, and ROMs uh, as they did with this game. They're uh, a great uh, locally owned and run shop, but they're available online. Uh, AC Games Online. Um, or at AC Games yeah. online on Twitter. So give them a follow, check them out. We know a, a bunch of our listeners got a lot of their holiday shopping done with them, and we yeah. really appreciate that. Uh, they have some great used games for really cheap. So if you uh, if you if you busted on GameStop stocks, uh, <laughs> go go over to AC Games Dons. online and support local game shops. Uh, oh we, we need more of those in the world. Yeah, they're they're amazing. So go support them. And then the other thing we got to talk about is the next thing you're going to hear is a little clip from the Mushroom Club, the one that we've talked about, where yeah. we review and talk about, and I guess not review, we just speak at length about the thing. 1982 John Carpenter classic, the thing that we're going to be, the, the game that we're playing, but we're going to be talking about the movie and I can't wait to oh, talk so about it. It's like Mystery Science Theater post-movie. Yeah. That's kind of how we do it. We imagine it's like if we all just walked out of the theater and went to go get a beer and yes. talk about the movie. That's a great way. That's what we were doing. Which you and I used to do all the time. All the time. Which was fantastic. We, we would we would watch like a Marvel movie. <laughs> we'd stand up. We'd look at each other. We would nod. Nod. We'd, yep. we'd, we'd have a, a quiet understanding that we don't say a word to each other about the movie until we sit down with a beer yeah. and then we say go. And then it just spills and out then of we you. make out because we're so <laughs> just pent up. And then it's, when we're done with that, we keep our mouths together, but yeah. we speak our opinions into each other's mouths. 100%. It's easier to get your point across that way. It goes yeah. directly into the bloodstream. Somehow this is very similar to the jail glass thing. I don't know how, but <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's over at the Mushroom Club. So that's the next thing you're going to hear, and then we're going to go be playing the game. That sounds good, guys. We'll uh, see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. Really, in a lot of ways, it opens up in the current day with a helicopter and a sniper trying to take out a dog. And what a sniper he is. <laughs> This guy is like when I play McCree in Overwatch. <laughs> Just shooting everywhere. Like, he's the biggest villain in this movie, never mind the thing. <laughs> no, I'm not defending this Norwegian guy. There's one point in this movie where Kurt Russell is like, hey, Swedes. And the guy's like, they're Norwegian. And then Kurt Russell looks at him as if to say, like, I don't know the fucking, fucking difference. Yeah. He calls him Swedes a couple of times. So this is the way they write characters in the 80s, where yeah. he's he's so <laughs> cool that he's racist. That's not right? the country they're from. Like, I fucking care. Oh, okay. Man, that guy's dope. I love I've got, I'm spending too much time playing chess with computers and drinking alcohol to care about where the fuck these Swedes are from. Okay, so so here you got Older easy, dumb. normal, and hard. This is amazing. Um, where it shows easy basically means your auto aim is better. Yeah. Normal means your auto aim is a little bit less. Kind of like the the quarterback field of view in the old Madden oh, games. Yeah, seriously, that unpopular thing. Yeah. Let's go normal. Normal. So yeah, it's showing us you know the Specter Vision or whatever. Yeah. WandaVision? The WandaVision. Of it all. One Direction. The WandaVision. I always want a, a crossover. Okay, so here we're, uh, it's it's just an opening cutscene where Ooh. someone's walking into an Arctic outpost. 
We had a little security camera footage. And Not now unlike first the movie person. where they kind of start with something and you have no idea really what's going on. Yes. So, Whoa, and the thing is just like beating, <laughs> like boxing with this guy. It's in a like a fist fight. <laughs> I would say, you know, movie aside, this is the clearest view we've had of the thing of ever. Of the thing, yeah. Wow. Which to be right off the bat, I don't know if I love it. No. But whatever. I'm, I'm never it's a fan choice. of them showing the... Uh, the monster. Absolutely. It's yeah. always where the movie goes downhill. Yes. Yeah. Like signs would be a very much more well-remembered movie if we didn't see the monster and then go, oh. Even War of the Worlds. War yeah. of the Worlds goes the whole movie and then shows it like at the very end. And you're yeah. like, why'd you do that? Yeah. Signs would have, by the way, you, would have been a classic uh, except for the monster. Not Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> not Mel Gibson. The monster. Um, Gibson. What a strange movie. Yeah. All I remember about that movie water. is is well, yeah, water and uh, and peeking under the door with the knife. Yes, that was a creepy one. Yeah. So kind of similar to the beginning of the movie, it, it's you know not the exact same setup, but it is this thing where you this thing he said it oh where you know something's gone wrong and the characters don't yet, so you're okay. kind of following it around and being like, okay, let's uh, play this by ear. Get to the shelter. You know what the graphics look like? Our uh, Mission Impossible on the N64. Uh, yeah, it's exactly what they look like. You're absolutely right. So Dang. as you play through the next first, oh, the first four levels, text pop-ups like this one will come on screen from time to time. <laughs> is there a tutorial explaining what the tutorial is? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Don't be alarmed when you see little text pop-ups like this. <laughs> it's not the thing, I promise. <laughs> Cold exposure. I remember this being a big element of it okay. where you can't be outside for too long, but taking people outside was a a strategy in some way, and I can't remember how. Oh, okay. In the Antarctic, uh, it's 40 degrees, uh, an exposure meter will show you how much time you have, blah, blah, blah. Objectives, as you play through the game, you'll be given objectives. This tutorial assumes you've literally never played a game before. <laughs> okay, okay, so this it's basically showing all the different types of NPCs. There's a soldier, an engineer, and a medic, um, yeah. which ties into the movie as well, where each of the characters have different benefits. It's like, well, we can't get rid of this guy. He's the doctor. Like, yeah. what do we do without a doctor? Exactly, um, yeah. So they're all kind of explaining the things that they can do. Squad members have trust. You know, which you kind of explained about earlier too. So, yeah. um, you know what? It doesn't look as bad as I thought it would actually. Like it's kind of fine. Basic junction boxes. Yeah, you know what? It's fine. Like it's it's exactly of the era. Yeah. Like this is exactly what I expected. That was the room we were just that in. Was the room so we were basically, just in? so we have to be careful because if you look your blue meter, because we've been outside for a while, is now. Oh yeah. Is, is going low. So you can only stay outside for so long. Oh, I'm freezing. I'm so cold. Tell me. Okay, guys, cuddle sesh. <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought it was weird we were standing outside with nothing to do for so long. Gotta cuddle again. Guys, come on. There's a bed over here. Let's everyone cuddle. Oh, there's a door there behind you, I think. Oh, yeah. Maybe able to good get call. in and uh, warm up a little bit. Lock Locked doors. doors. Not all doors will require you to fix a junction box. Some of them are just plain locked. <laughs> <laughs> require a key. The door in front of you is a locked door, and you need to find the key. Sounds like a motivational yeah. thing. <laughs> Another yeah. throw pillow you can buy. Me. Yeah, exactly. We should get a series of throw pillows through the retrograde. Okay, so we're outdoors. We're kind of getting a lay of the land right now. But Did it's I... weird. It hasn't really told us what we're doing apart from just checking things out. And we don't know 100% where to go. I think this is back where we started. It is, but I'm going to get inside. Oh, and, and warm up a little? Yeah, warm we up. we got to initiate it. What's the button for initiate cuddle sesh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah. What's the button for... Uh, taking everyone's temperature on physical contact. <laughs> so honestly, though, I was worried a lot more about the overall look and feel of the game. Right. Before, it's it's not bad. Like, it, it 
I feel like it's doing what it needs to do. Um, it doesn't, you know, for a game from 2002. I just wanted to check that we. Oh, oh if you can go down here. We can. I want to check things out. Oh, there's. Interesting. Okay, so we're now we found a little cavern that we're going to go into. Oh, and wow. The spaceship. So, so this is where Blair built the spaceship. This, this is, is like, literally they, right out of the we, movie. I think we're the rescue team for oh, the for, characters in the movie. Oh, that's kind of a cool idea. It's almost like a sequel in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a little tape recorder. A little tape recorder. Oh, shit. This is McCready's uh, tape, tape oh, that he left. in the movie. This is... Like, I'm glad we watched the movie. You watched it last night, I think. I did. I'm glad we did that because I wouldn't have picked up on all of these no, things. Because it, it had been a long time since I'd watched it. Door in front of you <laughs> has an access code. Um, access code can be found written down. Oh, boy. And as part of computer terminal messages, you do not have to make a note of these as Blake can remember oh, them. <laughs> Thank that's, you. Well, that's very helpful. Okay, so let's see. Well, having this... Oh, there's oh. a note. An infected entity has the ability to fragment... <laughs> And survive. Every part of it is a whole. Nerd. Thanks. Okay. Guys, <laughs> we should have watched the movie. So they're following you right now. So by the way, also, you can now see our relationships with the medic is not great, but with the gun guy is very good. And uh, middle on the engineer. The gun guy is that uh, Jar Jar? Wait a second. The lights turn on and now we see the dead body as though we didn't see it before. <laughs> we were holding a flare up to it going like, <laughs> should we light this thing on fire or what? Squad member fear, squad member fear. Ah, yeah, okay. Still we, explaining we everything to us. Um, yes. To see how a squad member is handling the situation. <laughs> to see how they're handling the situation. <laughs> don't, just like, don't ask them. Just bring up a menu. Hey, Burroughs, how you doing? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, okay. Time to fire up that computer like your windows. Oh, <laughs> return to the evac point. Did we beat the game already? <laughs> wow, game over. Are we really good at this game? Are no. We, wait a second. Are we the thing? <laughs> Seriously, Mike, are you the thing? Would you tell me? I tell you. Yeah, I tell you. So you know I'm not, because I, I would tell you. Oh boy. It's a classic <laughs> thing conversation. <laughs> classic early 2000s video game voice. Just yeah, a just piece arrived. of shit. Just the worst fucking person in the world. I don't know. I dropped out of university. Yeah. I'm so fucking cool. <laughs> I've been promoted in spite of my attitude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I just can't believe someone talks like that. I know. Is there any hostiles in the area? He's like more nasally than a Kardashian. <laughs> so there's an active flare in this in this room that we're going into. Uh, the rest of the evac team has uh, wow. left us. And now we have to explore. Apparently, we're going to go find another team to rescue. So maybe we're not the first rescue team to be going in here. Oh, that would have been kind of important information. <laughs> Carter, okay, so we found the other team. Oh my God, where is everybody? Where and you, <laughs> look at a, <laughs> you look at a room where everyone's missing a head, arm, there's just a bunch of limbs. He's like, where'd everyone go? Uh, it's like, they went to get ice cream. Let's go talk for a bit. Heaven. <laughs> what? I remember this game being like, you have kind of your base area and you can kind of go to and from different areas right, and yeah. bring certain people with you. Uh, but it wasn't as linear as as it's playing right now. I, I can tell that because yeah. they're setting up a big world for you to like right. stay, come with me. You say the CCTV, which we're going to be setting up now so you could be checking on different people. Yeah, yeah. And so it already tells you on the bottom there, hint, zooming, which man. So much Zoom recently, but <laughs> Zooming is important for Blake to be able to find critical information. So they're already telling you. Hello, are you the thing? No, no. Unmute your microphone. Dad, are you the thing? The, 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 your, the, the, the background's very funny, but we need to know, are you a thing? 
Oh, so so we found the soldier in here, and he recognized us somehow. He's like, Blake, why are you? Why, what are you doing here? Hey guys, I'm definitely not the thing. I know that sounds really suspicious, but I just want to let you know I'm not the thing. Like, oh boy. Okay, team meeting. <laughs> Cast your vote. I don't know, engineer. I just met soldier. Seems sus. What do you think? Killing thing beasts. <laughs> As you've already experienced, the very small thing beasts can easily be dealt with using normal weaponry. However, any other form of the thing requires a two-stage attack. Firstly, oh. you weaken it. Yeah. So you basically weaken it with gunshots, and then you use the flamethrower on so, it. So, because my memory of the movie is they kind of are impervious to gunfire. So Yeah, so it's a weird take, because you basically weaken it with gunfire. Soften and then, it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd think it would be the opposite. Yeah. You light it on fire a bunch, and then you shoot it, but... Right. Uh, more thing beasts, I guess, I assume. I don't know. I don't like that you can't move and aim at the same time. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Oh. oh. Whoa, we walk into a room and a dude with the flamethrower starts spraying at us. Killing thing beasts. We're going to run into a big thing soon. I think it'll be after the blood test. We're probably going to find out someone we're with is a thing. Uh, and then it'll emerge from the cocoon of a human body. But man, like everything else is great. Like, this is one of those things about what I was talking about earlier. Does Do all games need death and failure? Like, yeah. do we need smaller enemies in this game? I don't know. No. Like, yeah, is that... Is that... But it's also, like, it also says more of the time, I think, that this game was created. Right, that you're like, right. We gotta shoot stuff. Right, exactly. See, I knew the soldier was a thing beast. Oh, they're both thing beasts! They're both thing beasts! You shouldn't have trusted any of them! They had guns! And welcome back to the retrograde. Hello, Andrew. Hey, Mikey, what's up? Absolutely nothing. Okay. That's... I've just been sitting here playing the video game. Right. And I thank you for going downstairs and grabbing me a beer and yeah. leaving me alone for a second. Uh, no problem. D huh. Uh, oh, no. Hmm? I knew it. What? This is classic thing bullshit right I, now. I swear to God I'm not. Ask me if I'm the thing. Are you the thing? I'm the thing. Oh, Fuck, Andrew, yeah. wait, you didn't catch actually, me down. You know what? That actually might mean you're Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Just hopping to crimes that really aren't yours. Yeah, they're not mine. <laughs> they're definitely not mine. Allegedly. No, allegedly. you're doing it wrong. Stop saying <laughs> it like that. <laughs> they're allegedly not my crimes. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it. Allegedly. No, no, you can say I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, oh but what God. I did do, Andrew, was What's enjoy that? the hell out of this game. I... I'm not going to lie. You know what? I There's a lot of, um, you know, obviously we try not to do this, but at the same time, every time I can mention the Mushroom Club, that's good. Yeah. I get five cents every time I mention the Mushroom Club. Yeah. So uh, I'm up to, you know, 45 cents, baby. Mm, baby. Um, it's almost as much is, as we're making in a month. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Everything that I liked and everything I'm going to be saying in the Mushroom Club is going to be very similar to the game in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because what makes this property or this identity of the of this, you know, really unique story so special is that it is unique yeah and and it is one of a kind and they did weirdly place a little bit of that paranoia and isolation into this game they and did i'm kind of shocked by that they did a good job of that and it's funny because i thought you were going to kind of go here with the movie and we like you said and i'll uh, add another five cents to the to the mix is uh is when, when we talk about the movie i think we'll talk about this in, in a little bit more in depth yeah but what makes it good, you say, is 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 the story, and that's almost at times in spite of everything else. Um, there are a lot of things I think that the movie gets wrong, and oh, there are a lot of things that the game gets wrong, well, for sure. almost in the same way, where like mechanically and in terms of like story beats, sometimes the movie doesn't make sense. Yeah. And especially with the game, sometimes oh, yeah. the mechanics and controls and the way you interact with the AI just do not make sense. Right. And yet, in and spite yet. of that, <laughs> and still... <laughs> Uh, I, I still 
really was grabbed by this game. Well, you know, we talk about it. We've talked about this in the past. We've talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it on our Twitter accounts at Richard Andy at Richard Mikey. Is the is story will save bad games. Controls cannot fix uninteresting games. Yes. And this is all a very good example of that. The story is very interesting. The whole world that they created is interesting. It is is the controls are holding it back. They are holding it back as is the AI. It's funny oh, though. Yeah. I I initially agreed with Great what you movie. said, but I also yeah, <laughs> I also don't fully stand by that statement. Really? And I would like to separate myself from the pack here. I I really do mm, believe classic thing. that <laughs> <laughs> I do believe that something that is great enough in either of those okay. can be like, there are games yeah. that are just so fucking fun to play that I don't care about the story. Like think about every side scrolling beat em up. Well, that's actually a good point. And, and recently on the podcast, I was talking about Hitman three. Sure. And I was saying how the story is just kind of right. nonsense. So and I think I think you I think ideally you have a balance, but that it's not necessarily needed. And that's one of the unique yeah, things good... about the about this medium. I like that you can make an opinion statement like that and go like, yeah, I, I can't. That's it's it's invincible. Nothing is ever going to take a shot at. That. <laughs> and then somebody's like, what about this example? You're like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like much like McCready and the chess game. I'm like, you've bested me, and I'm going to pour liquor all over you. Um, yeah, I said no. That is a good point. I just think story can be. You forgive so much more. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, absolutely. you know, Bioshock is probably one of my most favorite video games of all time. Is the gameplay actually that good? It's, it isn't. No. Notoriously, it's not that no, great. No, but it's such an interesting game. You can't you can't wait to consume more of and it. And conceptually, even even the controls are good. The game conceptually, the sorry, conceptually the uh the gameplay is good. Oh, okay. Because the mixing of shooting and magic yeah. and like plasmids and all <laughs> magic, that. Magic, yeah. magic. Um, like Agnes the Witch. <laughs> yeah. I just like in the beginning, it's like <laughs> just a wizard pops out of nowhere. It's like, Welcome hey, to Rapture. Heads up. Everything's <laughs> fucked up. I'm going to give you some magic. Figure it out. Okay, bye. And just like disappears into nothingness. Was that fucking Merlin again? <laughs> Holy and shit. And I'm talking about like bedazzled blue scarf. Like, oh, you're like, thinking like big hat. Las Vegas magician, uh-huh. not Gandalf magician. <laughs> okay, okay. He's in a black suit. <laughs> An eyeliner. And he's like, hey, I'm a magician. This is weird. I'm out of here, but I thought I'd give you some help. By the way, what's behind your ear? Just kidding. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that uh, sawing a woman in half thing? That's real. That's straight up. He's sawing a woman in half. By the I'm way, out. clean up aisle backstage. Am I right? Okay, we'll see you soon. Penn and Teller yeah. did not prepare me for this. Oh my God. There's something. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a prestige situation. We are actually killing these people. And that? Is the prestige. <laughs> That's my yeah. prestige. Yeah, okay. Um, so I, I think let's get into our interpretation of this game back when it came out in 2002. Sure. My experience is authentic. It's real. <laughs> it is lived. Yours is made up. Yeah, fabricated. Because you didn't play it. I did not. Back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but you will give your impression of what little baby boy Andy, little dinky no, Andy waking up. Good. Thanks, Mom, for the porridge you baked me. Big porridge. I'm gonna hop off. Yeah, my big <laughs> porridge. I, you've never been a good cook, but you've been a great kisser. <laughs> this is probably why you're not such a good cook. It's like I'm gonna get a bake this porridge now. <laughs> like, oh, my mother just cannot figure it out. Um, and I'm gonna boy. I want mom. Can you? I can't reach the PlayStation. Can you put the thing in there? And she's like, "What thing?" And you're like, "The thing." Uh-huh. And then it's a real Abbott and Costello <laughs> yeah, situation. Yeah, who's on first? And she pops it in there, yeah. and little baby Andy, little dinky Andy, just oh. just sits back on his mommy's lap and says, yeah. "I'm gonna play this game. and I'm gonna review it back. Why well, I think it's L four bits." And that's why you sit on my lap during yeah. these episodes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're not on. comfortable otherwise. 
So I, I, I don't think, uh, go, don't go into your review yet, but like as a kid, what would this game have meant to you? Well, I would have been in grade That's nine. That's not what you sounded like as a kid. <laughs> no, I would have been in grade nine when this game came out. Mm. And can you do it as a little dinky Andy? No, that because that's not a thing that exists. So uh, I don't. Oh, Deep heads disagree. Nope. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I I you know I host a podcast. You've heard me speak. You know I can be absolutely the worst sometimes. And just trust me when I was in grade I, nine. I knew that before the podcast. When I was in grade nine, I was also the worst. <laughs> I was like a little cinephile that's seen all these movies and was like, oh yeah, John Carpenter's the thing was actually yeah. a real classic, underappreciated his time. And so it would have been a little different that if, if somebody else had not seen the movie like you, right? Yeah. Where you just went with the game and go, this is an interesting game. I think I would have liked it similarly to some of the reasons I would have liked it now because it was based on a property that I really liked. Right. Would I have been forgiving of this kind of like controls and other stuff? Yes, because this was the time where this was incredibly, this was just the norm. At exactly, this point. exactly. So I probably, we, we wouldn't have even gone through the controls to find control type C where you control the camera with the right stick. Right, yeah. No, I just, I would have just, been, it would have been normal for yeah. me. I would have been like, oh, this is totally fine. So I actually probably would have loved this game. Yeah. Um, because it was based on something I liked and everything at that time was like super fresh and new. Yeah. And it was just like another game. It was great. I can, I can speak to that because I think as someone who, you know, had my issues with the ways games controlled uh, back in the day. Yeah. I still looked past it and played the hell out of this game. Right. And having not even had that connection to the movie, like... I didn't realize this because when I played it, I hadn't watched the movie. But in the first couple scenes of this game, it's very much drawing a line between the movie and the game. The areas you visit are yep. the same areas. The The recording you find is McCready's recording. Right. You find Child's body. Like, all this stuff is... Child's, right? Child's, yeah. Child's, yeah. All, all this stuff is very much one-to-one -one with your experiences in the movie. Yeah. And I, and I think that only adds to it. I completely agree with you, but they almost could do like the kind of thing of like, you remember the movie, right? Here's the bullshit. Okay, let's get up. Look, moving on. They're like, just let's get past this. You Which know is what I mean? fine. I think it, it I does a good job of setting up the, you know, it's like the opposite of what Star Wars does. It's like, just a reminder, this is the context, but now here's a new story. I completely agree with you. And I actually think that's like maybe the most effective strategy. Instead of trying to like make it all about the movie yeah. and just make it the movie and you're like, oh, this is kind of uninteresting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or ignoring the fact that we know the whole story yes. and just doing something new. Yes. That's also ineffective. This is almost like the best way of doing it. Right. You I know? agree. I agree. The one thing that I, I don't like mm. uh, in, in terms uh -oh. of how it differed from the movie <laughs> is that is that uh, uh, you're not MacReady and you're not as handsome. No, it's it's that- The you, Thing Beast? The Thing Beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that the, the actual minute to minute combat of the smaller things, I- don't enjoy. No. It's just this weird element of look in their general direction. It's way easier to shoot them if you use auto aim uh, and hold down the, sh the fire button and right. hope that your AI companions don't step in the way of you <laughs> shooting the thing beasts. I honestly, uh, you know, I said it during the gameplay, don't think this game needed that combat. No. Uh, I think the best elements of it are the psychological aspects, but granted, it's too much to ask that a game of this era exactly. would have done that. Exactly. It wasn't because Shadow of the Colossus was one of the first games ever to be like, we're not going to have uh, smaller uh, enemies yeah. from 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 point to point. You're it's just going just, have... to be bosses. Right, exactly. So, you know, I, I, I think it's kind of interesting because you're trying to give it credit for it, but in 2002, this was the time where like, 
we got to put a gun in this guy's hand. Right. He's got to shoot stuff. Otherwise, people are going to tune out completely. Yeah. And it so it was three years later that Shadow of the Colossus okay. came out. Yeah. So it, but it, even then was a unique property. It was, so, was And people were like, this could be the dumbest thing a game studio's ever done. Yeah, like, like, like it, so, so for the thing to be the first one when they know they already have a license and they have to sell a certain amount of copies to pay off the minimum, like yeah. the business side of it, I get why they didn't do it. I, and I think at the time, I wouldn't have thought any different of it because I've never experienced a game where you don't have minute-to-minute right. minute encounters like that. Um, so I, I'm not going to hold that against it for the retro score, but it will have an effect on the on the current oh, score. Oh, for sure. And you like, keep that in mind. So 2002 is when the thing comes out. 2005 is when Shadow Colossus. And it wasn't a scant six years later that L.A. Noir came out and changed the whole game. So <laughs> I, I, I just want to make sure that we are putting things in perspective. That's I all swear to God, if I don't get an opportunity to chase the perp across uh, the set of, of what was that, uh, WB? Or uh, uh, was that big director who made that huge set? He also oh from like uh, from uh, oh my god I can't believe uh, from Cleopatra? Birth of a Nation yeah uh, W B Fields W B Fields yes no W D Griffith Griffith wasn't it sure <laughs> what what did you want the right answer and an answer like I, I can't give you both okay I like that twice so far I just agreed with something you've said and later realized I don't agree with it. <laughs> That's how you sign. You are going to sign up for uh, like a, a cult or a timeshare, probably a timeshare. A time timeshare. That's so funny. One of those things where it's like, well, they're not that bad, right? Like, yeah, don't do that though. Never. Um, you'll never get out of it. Uh, or uh, the, like, uh, what are they called? Mid-level marketing scams. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. like which, yeah, like the top uh, down, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. pyramid schemes. Yeah, that, that's another way to say yes, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, but but uh, I think maybe it's time to get into it. Unless there's anything unique, anything else unique well, about I, this game that you want to bring up. Things that I think I'll hit on in the reviews probably. So. I'll start and in my completely fabricated fake, fake childhood, like Casper the ghost. Oh my yeah. God. Like a young child ghost. Okay. Casper's real. Wait, what? Uh, Casper specifically. That was a TLC show. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Casper. No. Okay. Andrew. Yeah. No, you're fucking with me. Everyone knows Casper is the real ghost. Casper, the, the friendly ghost. Yeah. You think pizza hut is just going to team up with a ghost. That's not real and have puppets <sighs> that one of them stinks. And one of them is that true, Andrew? All of this is true. Wait, okay, okay, wait. <laughs> and one of them burps, and it actually smells bad. So, so Casper's real. He has these brothers. One is stinky. Is that a real pizza oh, hut need, promotion? Do we need to elaborate on that? You just said guess, the fact. I guess so. I'm actually. I'm going to do a lot of googling about his Pizza Hut merchandise. Don't you remember when Pizza Hut was all about puppets? <laughs> It's like, always when the Pizza Hut brand. You've puppet. just held on to the greasiest slice of pizza you've ever had in your hand. Now put that hand inside <laughs> oh a piece of plastic. Because uh, they had the sharks. They had the shark. Remember the sharks? Oh, I do remember the sharks. Okay, and they, yeah. and they had Casper. And Casper, one of the Caspers, the one that everyone wanted but was always sold out, would fart and stank. Oh, my God. The piece of merchandise from a fast food thing that I can always remember. Please say Inspector Gadget. Oh no! Oh, that What's that? No, I I remember the Batman Forever glasses that came out, and one of them, and I, because I think I had two or three of them. Maybe it was McDonald's, and one of them was the Joker, which, or no, the Riddler, excuse me, which was going to be Jim Carrey, right? And it was like the the super stylized like Batman symbol, oh. but it was a, it was a question mark around it, and oh. I and they were like glasses you'd get. Oh, that's cool, man! It's so different now, you know. I don't think you get stuff. Yeah, then I again, I don't really go to McDonald's, but like I don't think right. you get stuff. Not not as elaborate, like the the Inspector Gadget one. I mean, we're we're way off the rails, but this is worth it. Yeah. Um, the Inspector Gadget one, you would be, it was basically like a transformer. You'd get the leg, the body, the arms, and each of them had a different gadget, and you could put them all together oh. to make a giant inspector gadget I also and the the general manager or the manager of the mcdonald's that we went to had a 
hard on for my mom. Oh. <laughs> and he just gave us a bunch of those toys, like enough to make a full set and then more every time we came in. Wow. My That's, mom sucked his dick. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think my mom was having an affair with the McDonald's manager. <laughs> now that I'm putting like all those things are just flashing mm -hmm. back to you. Mm -hmm. I also think our tolerance for that was a lot different. Where we would have been like, uh, so it's two Happy Meals, you get little toys, but if you want to upgrade for five dollars, you get the actual thing. Yeah, and we would have been like, yeah, hundred percent, we want to do that. And that's just like, if someone said that now, I'd be like, get the fuck off. Like, yeah, get yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't exactly. want your shit. Uh, I have so much shit in my place. I'm throwing yeah, out stuff all exactly. the time. Uh, okay, so back to uh, back to the thing. Yeah, why don't we get into the, the reviews of it then? Yeah, Andrew? I think I'm just going to get into to my review because I have some thoughts about it as well. But like, 2002 is a really interesting time for this game to come out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because it is 20 years later after the movie. It's not like it's like super topical. Like we need to strike right. while the iron's hot on the thing. It was basically a dead license that the Universal Game Company found. Exactly. Yeah. And it... And it and it works. And it's just so sad that it came out 2002 and not more of a current day. But I guess I'll get into that in my current day review. Um, this game would have been great for me. I would have loved it. I would have eaten it up with a spoon. It's about a property that I liked. It would, the controls wouldn't have seemed foreign to me. Um, I do still think the shooting mechanics and stuff like that aren't great. Right. And I think you would have been able to see through that a little bit. Like, oh, well, what are you going to do? Right. But... I would have absolutely loved everything about the isolation and kind of the story and kind of creating what is almost a spiritual successor to the movie. Yeah. It's giving you a sequel, True, you know, basically, like yeah. Yeah, when you didn't know you needed one. And so, uh, so I would have loved this. And so I'm going to give this, I can't believe I'm going to, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Awesome. Cause I would have loved it. It, yeah. it just kind of, it's one of those ones that this is not for everybody, but it was for me. Sure. I love that. I'm glad to hear that. And I, I believe it. I believe that you would have liked it that yeah. much. Uh, I think the slight difference for me is that I didn't have that experience with the movie. Right. So I couldn't just- Which is a big difference. I couldn't put those pieces together. Yeah. And because it was so new and I was so young at the time, 2002, I would have been like 13 years old because I was born in 1989. Ladies, there we go. I can't go. say that anymore. Yeah, you can. I'm 32. No, ladies aren't interested in me anymore. I don't think that's true at all. But I the boys. Actually, <laughs> I had somebody recently around me go, uh, well, in these last good years of my life, and I'm like, you are 32 years old. You can't say that. <laughs> and then they went, oh, yeah, but I'm planning on having kids. I'm like, oh, then that actually might be true. That yeah, may actually yeah, be that true. Actually, yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to be 55 at the guy at the bar going like, martini, please. That oh, sounds amazing. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty <laughs> that sounds good. Awesome. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, do I want that? I'm going to age gracefully. Do I want to, I mean, the D-pads already know the answer to this, but yes. do I want to put my issues into a, a, an innocent little child? No, there are enough children. That's a crime. And I put own. too many things in little innocent children oh, today. Oh, there we yeah. go. Good. Um, That's a shout out to Dario there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Dario. Okay. Um, so, so I will say that uh, I did love the game. Like I said, I played the hell out of it, not knowing what the thing was. And thank God I did because it turned me on to what the thing the movie yeah. is yeah. similar to the warriors. I didn't watch the movie, the warriors before playing the game. Yeah. And that just became this fucking behemoth in my reference catalog for, for, for movies and games talking about games. I can't wait to do I on this cannot podcast. Wait. I cannot wait, but similar to the warriors, I was afraid to play this game because I knew it was going to be up against early PlayStation two controls. Yep. The camera is fucked up. It's bad. Yep. The controls graphics. and the shooting are yep. bad. The yep. graphics are fine. They're totally fine. They don't but get in the way of that era of the games. You know, I always think about like, Oh, guess pixelated boxy yes. diagonal yes. control. Yeah. 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 The, the, uh, and, and a lot of those things came to pass where, where they were, as bad as I expected them to be. But what I didn't expect was that in spite of that, the game was still as enjoyable as, as I expected it to be or still still held, held up. And that's more of what I'll get into in the modern day review. Sure. But back back in the day when I was playing it, I, like, I didn't worry about what the controls and graphics would be like because they were bad when I played them. Yeah. When I played them, they were totally acceptable. 
like not great, but normal. I did. They didn't stand out as bad. They didn't stand out as great. Uh, and they and I was able to control it because that's what I was used to at the time. The story was was almost to its detriment, and the mechanics were almost to its detriment, too far ahead of its time. Okay. So I couldn't give this like a four or even a three and a half because okay. I still struggled to understand how to manipulate the mechanics in a way uh, relative to what I'd never done before in a video game. Like I said, I was yeah. thirteen years old. Yeah. So I'm giving this one a three. Okay. Uh, in spite of the fact that I really did love it and that it changed my my affinity towards different types of horror movies, yeah. got me into the thing and has always been a game that I've thought about in spite of the fact that I haven't gone to play it really? until today. Yeah. Wow. So a three and a three and a half or a six and a half out of eight. Uh, I just got to say, considering I'm the one that didn't play this game earlier, that is so much higher than I thought we were, that we were going to do getting into this game. I thought this game was going to suck. Oh really? No, but like for, for me having played it, I knew it was going to be decent. I, I worried about, I worried about the game right now being so bad that you wouldn't have been able to imagine liking it. Yeah. Which, which is possible. Yeah. But, but I like the fact that you could see through the kind of shit controls and understand, like put yourself in a time right. where they're not as bad as, as they ended up. But, Man. but right now we're playing it up against modern games. And I want to know, Andrew, what's your opinion of this game rated out of four as it holds up against uh, modern games in the modern game, modern games, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Games. Uh, you know, it's it's the first thing I want to say is just it's a crime it came out in 2002 and not 2012. Yeah. Like, not even, it doesn't have to come in 2021, but not even 10 years later. Like, <laughs> they waited 20 years. Just wait a couple more years. Yeah, 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 yeah. going to get better, yeah, yeah. my man. Yeah. And it's just a crime because this game for, for February would have been an absolute gem. Yeah. Because 10 years later, they would have been able to focus on the story alone, would have gotten rid of the shooting bullshit. Yeah. They would, you would have had a gun on you, but you always had to use it in an emergency. Sure, sure. Or it would be ineffective, which I also think would have been a nice strategy of saying, great. Just like not- S Slow them down a bit, but not actually kill them unless exactly. you have a flamethrower. Like your gun is almost your weakest thing. Like, I don't want to use my gun. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd rather yeah, yeah, use yeah, yeah, a yeah. flare. I'd rather yeah. use whatever it is. Like if it's if it's like Resident Evil, you're throwing the gun away to keep a fire extinguisher with you. Like that sort exactly, of thing. Exactly, yeah, which yeah. would have been a nice appeal. And on top of that, it could have been a genuinely scary game. You see it in this game, in, which is a flawed game, and that's totally fine. But you see these moments where you're like, oh, is this about to get really yeah. scary? And it's not even that, you know, the thing, the movie, or the thing, the game, is a scary movie. It's tense. Yeah. And it's suspenseful. And you don't, it, there's no trust. And it's like the same way like a political thriller would be or something like that. You're like, ooh, I don't know who, what's going on here. And I think that's so special about this. And it, it was just on the precipice of being there. Yeah. And it's just too bad that it came out in 2002. That's 100%. all I'm trying to say yep. about that. And uh, because if it came out in 2021 and the graphics look dope. Oh and my you fucking God. are dude. trying to look at people's faces and go like, he looks different or yeah, I lost him for 10 seconds. Yeah. And not because I lost him because the AI controls suck. Right. And he got stuck behind right. a door. But it's like, wait, that guy actually wasn't there for 10 seconds. Where is the other guy? And then guy? you have to decide whether you trust his exactly. excuse or not. And everything we know now about like making this a co-op game. Oh my fucking God, dude. Oh, like oh an internet-based game. Like we know Among Us works because you, when you lose sight of someone, you don't know if you could trust them. Now we could do it in a real thing where the guy emerges and then you together as a team have to bring down the thing. Okay, so- I am now speaking of a hypothetical game that you're I'm really excited me, about. You're getting me hot and bothered. <laughs> when you speak about, oh my God, dude, we need a fucking remake to this game. Oh my God. Hey, video game studios, give us a job. We'll tell you. We'll tell you. Give us a story. 
Um, That's so, what they love to hear. You know what you guys should make? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, here's, let me tell you what you did wrong. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just, I think there's such potential with the game. It's just too bad it came out in 2002. But the game we played today is still a lot of fun. And the only reason I'm so excited to tell that story and all the ideas that come along with it is because this game put it in my head. They planted yeah. the seeds, much like Mikey's Nightmares, that, <laughs> that, would, that would give you the idea of what could become or what could have been. The game is not perfect because the control is not perfect because PlayStation 2 was not perfect. And yeah, the graphics could have been a little better and the music could have been a little better and made it more atmospheric. But at the same time, the game lends itself so well to that. I am excited by this game. It is not nearly perfect. You need to be a fan of the property that came before it. Right. And if you are all those things, I think it's a 2.5 game. Nice. See, it's interesting. I actually don't think that you need to be a fan of the property to like oh, really? this game. Okay. Especially because I, I gave the game a three based on the fact that I, I wasn't a fan mm -hmm. of it. And that was mm -hmm. way back in the day. Um, I think that it's really cool to have just watched the movie and play through it and recognize all those threads and the characters and this and that. But ultimately, I think that the premise of this game, it's like a PVE version of Among Us. Mm. And why doesn't the world have more of that? Yeah, it's a great true. fucking idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. We, like, we need another version of this. And here's the thing. We don't really have it. And because of that, one of my, like, we all have different ways to review games. One of the things that I always take into account is if I wanted to play this game right now, today, yep. would I have an alternative that's better? No. Not, not really. I can't think off the top of my head what I would play to give me this vibe. And because of that, it, it, it excels. So I don't I don't want to 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 give it too many knocks. The shitty thing is everything you said I don't need to echo it too much is just controls and graphics and all that. Yep. yep. They they get in the way. Yep. But in spite of the fact when we finished this game, I made sure I saved it before yeah, we turned it did. off because yeah. I'm like I think I may go back to it. I mean, goddamn February has been good. It has been it we, has been a great oh, fucking month. Absolutely. Hidden gems, man. This this game it's like an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we're grown-ups, and <laughs> yeah. we can talk about it. We're, we're um, grown-ups, too, even. <laughs> <laughs> grown-ups, too. <laughs> yeah. um, Ooh, no, what a twist I, on the franchise. I Honestly, man, I, I, I had a, a blast playing this game, and it's not, it's not changing my view of video games, so I don't know that I can go any higher than what I gave it in the retro score, but I'm right. giving it another three. Are you really? I just... I just this game... If it were an indie game that came out, yeah, and I use this a lot, and a lot of people aren't huge fans of the fact that I just use, like, if it were an indie game as, yeah. as an excuse, yeah. but I could imagine a scenario in which you pick this up with low expectations for, you know, $20, $30 or something, right. and play through it and understand that it's with its faults, but the overall package is worth playing. This one, to me, is a, uh, a three out of four. Wow, so your three and my two and a half, that's a five and a half, and our retrograde, that was a six and a half. Well, that is getting us to a 12 and a... 12 out of 16. 12. Wow. 12 out of 16, that's a good that's one. That's pretty good. It's great, especially, and here, here's, the, it'll almost contradict my review, but that's great to me considering how bad the controls are. It's it's great because it just shows how a great concept for a game Yeah. If, if we enough. were If we were just straight, flat video game re reviewers, right. this would be a different review. But this is something that like sparked something inside of us. Yeah. Something that could be, something that could have been, and you're like, wow, that really set me on fire a little bit with that. Much like a thing. Right. And uh, <laughs> and so I, there was a lot there where I'm just like, man, 
that that could be so cool. And considering video game movies and movies based on video games and the opposite usually just suck. Why don't people fucking talk about this? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, people talk about the the bad translation. That's a great point of, yeah. of movies to video games. And no one talks about the, the, the times they get it right. Yeah. And bring up the thing as an example. And maybe we should be doing this where we take more cult classics and go and like, let's wait 30 years until we, the Dude, technology catches up. that's a great up. idea. Like, but why, before they do that, remake this fucking game. Yes. I want a remake to this game so bad, and I understand there's probably a million, because Universal, Vivendi Universal, Black Box Games, all these things are defunct, so who owns mm, the license and the point. rights and all yep. that, but man, if they can find a way to make it work. Oh, I'd be I'd be buying it on the first day. Yeah, same, so, same. Oh my goodness. So, 12 out of 16. 12 out of 16. Wow. D- Mikey, oh, should we start? I, oh, is that the music? Wait, the band's warming up? Oh, shit, yeah. I, I feel a tingle in my, my plums right now. <laughs> in your plums? In my plums. I feel like we should maybe get oh. into it, because all of a sudden, I look down at my big boy body, okay. and your little dinky body, uh, and you're in you're in uh, a little like a little suit with a small bow tie, and you got the propeller cap on, which is your formal wear, and I'm dressed up. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking again. check this out. Look yeah. at these Prince of Wales plaid pants oh. on. <laughs> oh, my God. And I got a jacket. Is this a three-piece suit? Three pizza suit I've got on? You got three pizza suits? There's three pizzas tucked in here for later on. And I'm ready for the awards. I think I'm ready for the awards too. Woo! You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, wow. wow. Beautiful. What a night. So beautiful. What What a night. night. What a night. The Night of Nights. The Night of Nights. Uh, uh, this is truly a night's tale. Uh, R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Yeah. And I'm looking around and I see everyone is kind of like, are they are they sniffing? Do they they smell my pizzas, I think. Oh, they, they do. They smell my pizzas. Yeah. You know what? They look pretty hungry. I think what we should do, let's okay. call Producer Elliot out here. Uh, yep. Producer Elliot, you grab your, uh, grab your envelope. Uh, come over. He's got pants on this time. That's well, nice. That's a, that's that's nice. A, yeah. But the top, you could have put the shirt on. Uh, yeah. He's just he's marky marking it with just a jacket, no shirt. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, it. I don't yeah. love it. I don't love it. But he is ripped. <laughs> How does he get so strong living in a cage all day? That's Honest to God, what horse tranquil? Like, what horse steroids horse are you on? steroids. Oh, no. Horses. <laughs> Rod like the wind, bullseye. <laughs> You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you, Producer Elliot, for giving yourself more work by inserting these uh, <laughs> these drops. Uh, Producer Elliot, would you be so kind as to open up the envelope and let us know what this has won? Oh, oh, oh no. Jeez, Elliot. Oh, come on. You had us going. So nothing. Wow, hey. nothing. Another one, they just turn the envelope upside down. Uh, some dead flies pop out. Maybe uh, some spare change. Oh, have you read the wings? I know some people who can write on grains of rice. Have you Have you looked closely to the flies? Do they have anything written on them? I, do, what, do they? I don't know. Let's see. Well, Elliot's already eaten the flies. Oh, my goodness. Elliot, you got to wait. We should, maybe we should feed him a couple of dog kibbles. Yeah, maybe they'll help his ripped hot bod. Yeah, he, um, I don't, he's, listen, he's got to write a book about how to stay in shape. Seriously, the TB12 yeah. method. Um, <laughs> okay, so nothing, no awards for this one. By the way, you said the the rice, like writing on rice, yeah. or like people like carve something at the end of a pencil. I'm talking about that, the tattoos on Jerry Rice. Yes, which yeah, yeah. are extensive and yeah. wonderful. Um, is that like, that's like a skill that is like so impressive, but yet I see it, I'm like, oh, that's very good. And I just move off it. It's like juggling. Yes. It's like, I see someone do it and juggling. I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. <laughs> like if I wanted to, I could learn how to do Can that. you do it? Like, no, but I don't fucking care. Stop I've it. I've never looked at a juggler and been like, I should take 
hours of my life yeah <laughs> to learning how to do that yeah i wonder i th- there is a list actually i'm gonna put this out to the d-pads because like i could come up with a couple of two is that what are the ones that like are incredibly hard to do and yet you give it five seconds of admiration and go okay moving on yeah okay, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a tiktok know. dance yeah yeah you know what but the yeah that's a good point actually maybe so no awards for no the awards thing. no oh, awards my goodness heartbreaking but nonetheless a really good game. 12 out of 16. Who would have thunk? Don't let the no awards uh, sway you. If you can, th- first of all, this is a fucking hard game to find. You need to have a PlayStation 2 and oh, you wow. need to have a, uh, a company or a store like ANC Games yes. with it available to find it. Uh, it's, Which it's, you could. It's where if you, you could. If you want it. If you reach out to ANC Games. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to find, but it's absolutely worth it. Yeah. I would recommend watch the movie and then play through the first two, three hours of this game. Right. And if you don't like it, you're not going to get into it. Right. Yeah. But if if it's if it's enough to grab you, I think you've got eighteen to twenty hours. I think it's about a twelve hour game. Of if of it like does try and grab content. you though, try and blow your brains out because that is not going to be good. That's okay? true. That's you might true. kill all the people you love. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't let it get you before you get yourself. Yeah, I, I think no, that makes 100%. a lot of sense. Fire yeah. also is very effective, so just keep that in mind. Kill it with fire. Uh, and if you want to hear us talk about the thing more, you can meet us over at the Mushroom Club. Right. Uh, but before we leave, guys, we've got one. I know a lot of you've been waiting for this. We've got the draw for yes. Little Nightmares Two. All right, so we are going to do Here the draw, guys. Thank you so much to everyone who took part, uh, uh, especially a big uh, shout-out to anyone who's listening to this for the first time. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed yeah. it. Um, and also, thank you so, so much to everyone who's already a listener and helped us out with this giveaway. Uh, we are going to put the names into a uh, a random.org list, if you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. It randomizes it. We're doing this completely above board. Okay. Uh, we will reach out to you. Just send us a quick message on Twitter. If we don't hear from you, we'll reach out to you via direct message. But... We've got all the names in there. All We're right. About 50 participants by, oh, by the, the close. That's so, so exciting. That's great. Um, we are going to click randomize and we end with. Who is it? At underscore MJ2001 underscore uh, MJ2001. Uh, new follower. Uh, thank you so much for taking part oh, and, uh, and joining. Um, Big news. Wow. So, uh, Congratulations. We'll, we'll reach out to you, dude. Uh, hopefully you're listening to this. And if you're hearing our voice, uh, hang tight. We'll get in touch with you. Yeah. And uh, and we'll get you your copy. And and uh, maybe uh, maybe we made a new friend for life. Would you, do you want to be my friend? Absolutely. And I hope you weren't related to anyone in the Cecil Hotel. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And congratulations on winning. We are going to be doing this more often. So uh, if you know, don't get discouraged. If you didn't win this time, you'll win next time. Who knows? We'll see. But, you know, we're going to be doing this more often. So thank you so much for everyone that entered. And congratulations, MG2001. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, obviously, before we, we yeah. leave, once again, if you are already a part of the Mushroom Club, thank you very much yeah, for being a part. I am, we haven't recorded the episode yet. No, we're about to do next. that right after yeah. this. I'm fucking amped because I have so many. This is a crazy fucking movie. Crazy movie. It's so good. Again, I like believe, I said during the uh, gameplay, uh, it, it is it is so bad in so many ways, but so perfect in so many oh, other ways. So good. And we have so many thoughts, and that's what we're going to get to. That'll be launching this Friday. Patreon.com slash Retrograde Podcast. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening to us. Andrew, you want to take us away? Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you. Please be safe and please stay warm. Texas, we love you. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mikey Aaronworth. (laughs) Oh, and this has been the Retrograde Podcast? That's a big old game over. Is that you being like a cowboy? I'm from Texas. Oh, good. I'm glad you're safe. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Retrograde Podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Okay, time to shoot some thing beasts. Thing beasts!